OTB GAA. You don't just have a speech the Wednesday before a game. You go out and you rile up your team and go out and play the match with fire and brimstone. Now you analyse teams to death. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Cheltenham Festival coverage on Off The Ball. With Boyle Sports. Epic Cheltenham. 18 plus gamble responsibly. See gamblingcare.ie. You're welcome, Mac. Let's reflect on day two at Cheltenham. John Duggan joins us. Hello. Joe, good evening to you. Hats on. Knew it would be. Mickey Rooney style, like National Velvet. I think you saw the movie back in the back in the day, but I'll need it because it's teeming with rain outside, Joe. Is it teeming? It was certainly drizzly for much of the afternoon and now it's teeming. Is that set to continue? Showery tomorrow and Friday, but it's going to rain heavily tonight. It'll be soft ground for both days. The ground does dry quickly here at Cheltenham, but if you're looking at the next couple of days, we're looking at horses that do like soft ground, do like stamina tests, and we saw in some of the races today, horses just couldn't cope with it. Yeah. I also, I mean, away from the sporting aspect, just the general atmosphere, even on TV, watching uh, drenching a rain just takes a touch of the bonhomie out of it that was there yesterday. Can't be helped, of course. That's life. People get on with it. Well, there's always the comfort of enclosures and bars and um, dry clothes so you don't get to see it probably as much but nothing really I think in racing for a long time will top yesterday mm. so we spoke about it last night and Henry de Bromhead Rachel Blackmore Honey so cool Constitution Hill like yesterday was a dream day for the sport today was more of a an industry day even at the Cheltenham Festival uh, but a couple of good stories and another great day for the Irish five winners again yeah five winners of seven so uh, uh, lest there's any doubt about the Press Free Cup and I don't think there is or was <laughs> it's 10-4 two days of 5-2 so Willie Mullins had uh, two wins Gordon Elliott had a win Henry de Bromhead had a win and John Kiley had a win as well let's start with Willie Mullins and let's start with the Queen Mother Champion Chase because that's the performance of the day that's the Constitution Hill of today yes that's the professional discussion almost <laughs> in the championship race Joe uh, an urgent won the race last year in soft ground the rain came for him again today and that, that suits him uh, he was a horse that before this season he'd only been beaten once by Shishkin last year and then he won the champion Chase by eight lengths this year he won his first race and then he ran here in January but there was a race that was rerouted from Ascot so I have a feeling they had him ready for Ascot and then when he came here he just wasn't cherry ripe and he was only third behind editor Jadish and Edward Stone he met both horses again today and Edward Stone ran no sort of race and editor Jadish was outclassed and we saw the real energy again today Paul Tennant his jockey had him quite up in the, in the front rank and nothing really could live with him he was a very facile 10 length winner even after the race Paul Tennant said it was easy it was a good run from Captain Guinness for Henry de Bramhead to finish second yeah. but two champion chases now it was a long time for William Mullins to win one and now he's won two and now he's at 92 festival winners yes I mean and it's interesting on TV after each uh, race win they sign off the interview now by saying 91 and he says thanks and 92 <laughs> and he says thanks so they're desperate certainly on the TV coverage for him to make 100 at this festival right. and he may well uh, Altior in 2018 and 19 also a back-to-back winner the last back-to-back winner of uh, the Queen Mother you did catch up with Willie Mullins so we'll have a listen yeah it hasn't been our luckiest race over the years but um, we broke through last year now we have two so much happier talk to us about the race and how you saw it 
Well, I didn't see uh, what way it was going to happen. Paul came out and told me he was going to jump off up there. Uh, he wanted to be near the pace, which he was. He, and he thought that actually there wouldn't be a lot of depth in the race, that everyone was going to just... Uh, everyone wanted to be up there. And he thought, well, he was on the best horse. He wanted to be there and just keep jumping, have a clear look at all his fences, which he did. He jumped spectacularly. Loved the ground. All the rain that came was just uh, fantastic for him. Um, so, you know, things couldn't have gone better. He didn't feel like last time was his true running, maybe? I knew last time wasn't his true running. You know, it's not him. And the rest of the week's gone really well. Garda Manil, El Fabiolo, and a lot to look forward to as well. Yes, uh, we've got an annual chase now and then the bumper, and we've a lot of nice chances later on in the week. But it's a tough place to, to uh, win. You know, we've had plenty of good chances that got beaten here. So that's the way it is. We, we've been going, we're, we're happy. How do you feel about Galapande Shams on Friday? Everything is, um, everything is going well and we're very happy at how, how the preparation has gone and this rain I think is no harm. No issue with the trip and the jumping and you're, you're confident? Yeah, he won a three mile hurdle as a novice. I think he'll stay the trip. We're very, very happy. So that's what he wants. On uh, a last word on Energimine, what next? How special is this horse? What, what, what happens next year? He comes again and he probably helps for the conditions again. Uh, it's very hard sometimes to get these horses fit and ready and, and, and to return to a festival three years in a row is, is, un, is not straightforward. So that's why it isn't done that often. Badsworth Boy in the 80s won a hat-trick of champion chases, but not done that often. That's a significant achievement by William Mullins to train an urgent to win two champion chases. So it's more of the same. Got a point to town and come back here next year. Okay, very good. John, the story of yesterday from young emerging star jockey was Michael O'Sullivan, who yes. had two winners yesterday and is just fresh out of college and had a dream day. Uh, today, the story is John Gleeson. Funny, we were just talking about his father, Brian, who people, if they're watching the TV coverage, he's there keeping everybody up to date on the markets so uh, as well as doing that he watched his uh, young son John Gleeson ride a winner in the bumper how young? 18 uh, you're never too old and you're never too young Joe if you're good enough if you're committed and if you believe and it's a lovely juxtaposition with the trainer John Kiley because John Kiley is 85 and he's 86 in May wow. and he'd never had a festival with him before and he's been riding out most of his life uh, it was a jockey until his late 50s, John Kiley. Dual-purpose trainer, trains flat horses and jumps horses. Has had success. Won a Galway hurdle with Indian pace a few years ago. I remember won a couple of Punchetown Gold Cups with Carding for Lock. Has trained a lot of horses for J.B. McManus. This is a great story. I met Brian in the coffee dock earlier this morning and uh, I just went up to him wishing the best. And uh, we just agreed, like, just enjoy it. And he wasn't... He just wanted to, the horse and the jockey to come home safe and to enjoy the day and for them to win. And the young guy, John Gleeson, gave a dream to share, which is a very apt name. Just a brilliant ride. He's talked Patrick Mullins, who is the, the kind of king of these bumpers. This is a, it's kind of a, a significant race in that it, there's no hurdles or obstacles or fences to be jumped. It's a flat race for jumps horses, for national hunt horses. So it's an unusual race. It's the only race at the festival where there's no obstacles. And a dream to share and under John Gleason tracked Patrick Mullins and he wow. he picked him off up the hill and, and he won. Amazing. Okay. So eighty six year old trainer John Kiley gets his first Cheltenham winner. That's amazing. Uh, you spoke to the eighteen year old again, John Gleason, who was on board. John Gleason, how amazing has your day been today? Yeah, unbelievable. Can't believe that just happened. It's, it's brilliant. Talk to us about the race. 
Yeah, look, it all went very smooth. You know, we set out to, to go wide and track one of the fancied ones, and we got a lovely tow the whole way around off Patrick, and yeah, it all really went to plan. What were you feeling like this morning? Yeah, excited really more so than nervous, you know, looking forward to it and uh, I know the horse very well and I was there was no pressure from Mr. McManus or John or anybody and it was more so to go out and enjoy him and, and it, you know, and that, and that I did and just, just brilliant. How long have you been riding horses? Uh, how long have I been riding? Going into John, John Kiley's for as long as I can remember really, he's 10 minutes in the road for me and he's very good to me, he brought me along slowly and he brought I did a bit of show jumping there with Louise Maloney and then I just decided I got the bug with the, with the racing and just took off from there really. Tell us about your dad and the family and everybody. A real family win. Yeah, look, it's very special, you know, especially when you breed them. You know, you bring them up along and dad, is, dad and mum are very supportive to me, you know, and it's all really, it's great they're all here today and this is a brilliant day. You're doing the leaving this summer? Yeah, doing the leaving, so I took a week off the books this week. We'll go back to it Monday, we'll enjoy today. What are you hoping to do? Uh, not too sure yet. We'll finish the leaving start first and take it from there. Any subjects that you're specialising in? Ah, uh, no, take them all equally now on the chin, so <laughs> try and do as best I can. I, I'm sure you're going to have a, a huge amount of well-wishers in touch with you, and it's a real win for the county Waterford as well. Yeah, very special. Everybody back at home is very supportive, you know. Uh, plenty of people wishing me well, and it was great for Dungarvan and Waterford, and it was, it was great, really, yeah. You had Patrick Mullins beside you coming up the hill. Did you know what was going on? Yeah, I think it got a bit tight inside me, but, um, you know, when you follow Patrick in these races, you're usually not too far wrong, you know, so I got a lovely toe into it, and, you know, the horse quickened up nicely on that ground, which was, I thought was very impressive. Crossing that line? Yeah, unbelievable. A feeling I thought I'd never get to experience, really, but surreal, unbelievable, yeah. John Gleeson, congratulations, enjoy your night. Brilliant, thank you very much. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> That's just amazing. How's this kid meant to study Oxbow Lakes next Tuesday? <laughs> What's it? Um, DYDX uh, differ- differentiation. Um, the Mokanilok. Yeah. I don't know what you were doing, Joe, and you were leaving for a year. I was doing nothing. I was I had a very boring life. <laughs> I wasn't riding winners at Cheltenham. Um, <laughs> Gordon Elliott had a win. His festival, yeah. generally, and, and speak to us about Delta work as well. Well, his festival so far has been good. I mean, he's got a couple of winners: uh, Jazzy Matty yesterday and Delta work today. It was always going to be a battle between Delta work and Gavin. That's how it panned out to work winning the race for the second year in a row and once again I thought the ground came for him and he was a I think a deserving winner of that you talked about Henry de Brom had a good story that Donna Rail jockey Daryl Keith rode his first of all festival winner aboard Mascada in the grand annual chase so that was great for him today and then Perry Pass won the opener for William Mullins this is a horse that'll probably go places was a very easy winner of the Novices Hurdle uh, the great and the good are there so I've seen uh, Alex Ferguson doorstepped Harry Redknapp uh, was on TV saying Arsenal are going to win the title Ferguson when he was oh. asked Ferguson was asked City or Arsenal and he said not interested <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Which don't was good. disturb so, me uh, don't leave me alone <laughs> uh, so your job is to doorstep Fergie before we're done um, you bumped into another footballer yes the record goal scorer for the Republic of Ireland and Spurs legends Joe, Robbie Keane. Well, that was the, yeah, the main incentive. Okay, let's hear from John. Uh, annoying Robbie Keane. I'm not really uh, into them. I just have a few friends that's massively into them. Claudine's family is, is into them. Uh, 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 uncle has stood farm. Uh, and so they kind of got me into them. But listen, when you're here, it's, it's, 
the atmosphere is is incredible, and it's it's it, honestly it is a, it is a great day. Out. I've had a, I've had a few winners. I've had a uh, who'd you have? I've had a, uh, was it the, the Wacker? The real Wacker. The real wacker. <laughs> so a few of the Irish lads have actually been uh, texting me. Said I hope you put your money on that because as you know in Ireland that's what the the lads call me in the Irish team Wacker. So uh, I put put money on that. Uh, just just a close finish, nervy finish. Yeah, yeah, I think Second, did he, did he win it? He won. He won. He won. He won. So I did it each way, yeah. So uh, shows what I know. But uh, anyway, yeah, he, uh, each way it was. Uh, he won that, and I won the, the Langer as well. So I'm doing all right. And about France later this month, how are you feeling? I'm good. It's optimistic, of course. There's a new few faces that are coming into the team, and uh, looking forward to seeing them. Of course, the Irish fans haven't probably seen seen them, you know, first glance. So it's a good opportunity for the. Uh, for Stephen to give give them a, give them game time and then of course you know uh, Evan as well you know, excited to see Evan he's, he's done brilliant so far uh, excited to see him I'm sure he'll he'll play a you know big part in the next in the next couple of years because he's certainly a prospect. What you like about him? He's, he, I think he's got a lot of ability. You know, I, I was thinking of one of your colleagues here. Though. The only thing I, I don't like doing is putting pressure on on, on on young young strikers. I've been there myself and. Uh, I lucky that I, over, I overcame it and, and you know I was lucky enough to score a lot of goals. But uh, we've seen over the years, you know, putting pressure on, 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 on young young strikers and comparing them to myself or whoever, John Aldridge, Noel Quinn. I don't I don't like it because they're their own their own people. It's a different era, and uh, Evan's got his own path and he's a different striker to me. He's a lot obviously clearly a lot taller than me, uh, but he has he has something something really special about him and. Uh, when you're playing at the highest level in the Premier League and playing for a team like Brighton, that you know can uh, is competing against really top teams, and he's he's at the forefront of it. And also, he's you know he was injured for a while and he came back and he, and he's playing. So it's all I can do is wish him as a, as an Irish fan, I wish him the best of luck, and hopefully he can bang some goals in for us. Well, that'd be nice. Uh, we'll have that game live and the Latvia game uh, later this month. So set up tomorrow for us then. Tomorrow we got seven races. As I said, soft ground is going to be the case. This is generally the more the kind of the the, the breather before the Gold Cup day on Friday. And right. Willie Mullins there, but got up on chance is the Gold Cup favourites. That's why I asked him about that. Um, so we got two races really to focus on: the Stairs Hurdle, which is the three mile championship for hurdle horses. The horse attracting a lot of interest is T Hup, who who beat Honeysucker earlier this year at Fairy House. This horse likes soft ground and he likes a distance a trip. He won a Gordon Park last time. That's why he's favourite. Blazing Cal is trained by... So T.O.P. is a Gordon Elliott horse, trained in Meath. Another horse at the top there is Blazing Cal, trained in Limerick by Charles Burns. Thorin Porter, you might remember the celebrations from the syndicate, including the Hurling Pods, James Scott last year. Mm. He's gone for a hat-trick of wins in the race. This is the Stairs Hurdle. And then the Ryanair Chase, uh, sponsored by Michael O'Leary, obviously, who was there in the winner's enclosure today. Um, it's a two-and-a-half-mile championship uh, chase. And Shishkin, the horse who beat a Nergeman last season, has returned to form and he's the odds-on favourite for it. But Blue Lord represents Willie Mullins and I think, and Jana did as well. I think Blue Lord with Paul Tennant and Willie Mullins in such great form can definitely put it up to the favourite in that. But yeah, it's one of these days where it's a little bit of a lull, probably a little less of a crowd, still probably 50,000, 60,000 here and then all at the Gold Cup on Friday, Joe. And uh, the ground is obviously such a focus. Uh, to what yes. extent... Does this softer ground force a rethink across the board in uh, some, if not most, of the races? Like, are you seeing the market radically change versus what it might have been two yes. weeks ago? Well, it, it can change. This is the thing. Um, it can change within 15, 20 minutes. So you can see, like, an Urgeman was backed heavily 
this morning once the rain came. Yeah. Like yesterday, there was a really lot of confidence behind honeysuckle. People are coming around to it. So you actually do see the indicators a lot of the time of what's going to happen. The market isn't, to be honest, Joe, much of the time wrong. Most of the time it's right. Mm. So you could see that in uh, the fact that Factifile, who was second in the bumper, a huge amount of support for it because they knew that the horse liked soft ground and that's what you're looking for because um, some horses just don't handle it. They don't handle the conditions. And it's probably good from an Irish perspective. And Tony McCoy was talking about this on ICV today. The reason why Irish horses and trained horses are doing so well is because we've got more competitive racing in Ireland than we do in the UK. I actually think the more Chatham's I'm going to and the more this is continuing to be a trend, the more I feel that jumps racing here is in, is in a crisis mode. They'll all talk about going to Aintree and going to the Aintree meeting and having their winners there, but we don't send horses over to Aintree. This is almost like a uh, an invasion. You know, it's like the British music invasion of the States in the 80s. Uh, this is an Irish invasion of Cheltenham every single year now, and we're just picking off all the races and all the big races. Mm. Constitution Hill is a, is a freak uh, aside from that, but he was bred by Garrett, you know, and he was Barry Garrett, he handled him as a six-month-old. So it, it is an issue, and they've just re- renewed the contract with ITV for another three years, which is brilliant for jumps racing and brilliant for the profile of it, but they have to get some investment in here because we do want to allow playing fields. We don't really, we shouldn't really be talking about the Presby Cup anymore because it is embarrassing. Hmm. The home team, I feel, you know, four mm. winners out of two days. We're on track for 28. What's the record? 23 5. And that was two years ago. Like when I grew up, uh, Don Rowan winning the Gold Cup was the front story on the six o'clock news on RT because we were in this economy that was a basket case. The country was really poor. Any kind of success. We had no winners in 1989. That was in 86. We had no winners in 1989. Now the whole thing is like, as I said, an Irish benefit. And I don't think that's good. Cheltenham Festival coverage on Off The Ball. With Boyle Sports. Epic Cheltenham. 18 plus gamble responsibly. See gamblingcare.ie.